Hello there. Good evening. It is me, the host of the Scotty Six Pack Podcast, Hedrick Stumbrist. Thank you for listening. Wherever you listen to podcasts. Sorry, I don't know what happened there. Um, brain decided to turn off, but thank you for listening uh, on your podcast platform of your choosing or watching on YouTube, youtube.com slash at Scotty Six Pack. Uh, you can also follow the show at Scotty Six Pack on the website, formerly known as Twitter or Follow myself at Kedrick Summers for the latest updates in Wisconsin sports. Um, it's been a crazy 24 hours. 24, I mean, now going on closer to 36, almost 48. Wow. Adrian Griffin gone. Joe Barry in, in the mix for firings as well. And after, at, at the tail end of that that episode yesterday about Joe Barry's firing, I had mentioned, you know, maybe, maybe we'll go, go drop an emergency episode in the feed, whenever a doc rivers thing, if it happens becomes official and it's not official, but as soon as basically I, I recorded that show finished, uh, it, it was reported by Shams Sharania of the athletic that doc rivers had agreed with the Milwaukee bucks to a deal to make him the next head coach of the Milwaukee Bucks. So I want to get into that because I think there's some interesting sports business side of it it, that I want to talk about really quickly. Um, Talk a little bit of Jim Harbaugh leaving the national champion Michigan Wolverines college football program and going to the NFL because I think there are some interesting questions about what the impact on Wisconsin football is to that. And of course, a Luke Fickle question. Would he leave Wisconsin for Michigan? Um, so let's talk about it. But I want to get into the Doc Rivers, Milwaukee Bucks side of this first quickly. And Doc Rivers has reportedly agreed to a deal to become the next head coach of the Milwaukee Bucks as of recording right now, just before 5.30 p.m. Central Time on Thursday, the 25th. This has not yet been announced by the organization but seems that it's going to happen at at any given time here. Uh, The contract is through the 2026-27 season. So Doc is going to get to finish out this season now in 24 and then have three more seasons left on that contract. So kind of a long contract for him for a deal worth in the range of $40 million. Um, It's quite a bit of of money. It's not absurdly resetting the market for, for NBA head coaches. Uh, but you know, there goes, there goes Doc Rivers and John Horst spoke to the media yesterday before the Bucks played the Cleveland Cavaliers where the Bucks won that game. And, uh, that was very fun, but Horst said part of the decision was trying to answer the question of how do we give this team the best resources to maximize this window? And that's ultimately what it is. And I am glad to see that that is the motivation. And it's not surprising that that's the motivation, but it is still great nonetheless to hear management in the organization put it in such plain terms of basically we're not messing around here. This is a title window that we have to cash in on again. And 
Horst in his statements said, you know, it's not easy. It is hard to do because of what they just had to do less than a year ago with coach bud, but you, you have to make decisions regardless of your relationships, because this is a sports business and sports business is business. Um, the interesting part now is that the bucks are on the hook for three different head coaching contracts. They're still paying Mike Budenholzer. They're going to be paying Adrian Griffin. And now they're going to be paying doc rivers quite a bit of money. And I thought that what was an interesting point made by not even interesting point, interesting observation, Peter Bukowski, the host of lockdown Packers and uh, covers the green Bay Packers for the leap said on, on the website, formerly known as Twitter, basically just tweeted about the money, how much it was. And the fact that the Bucks are paying so many coaches now and just kind of said, wow, Herb Cole was a legend. He would have never done this. Just like put it out there. Then people, people are all in his replies uh, being like, what's, what's your point here? What's your angle? Because people love to get angry with Bukowski for some reason. Um, but I think it's a good point. It's, it's something that's interesting in, in the way that this Bucks organization is not messing around and is not willing to sit on its laurels, not willing to be satisfied with being contenders. It's good. They're, they're going all in. Uh, so that that's what's fun and coming next for the Bucks will be an official announcement for Doc Rivers is the next head coach of the Milwaukee Bucks that I assume will come very soon. Don't think he's going to be coaching tomorrow night against the Cleveland Cavaliers in Milwaukee, but maybe by that point in time, he'll be in the arena, maybe even on the bench. Um, should be very interesting. So the, the next piece of, of big news that I wanted to get to quickly is the Jim Harbaugh news. And Jim Harbaugh to the Los Angeles Chargers. That's official. Jim Harbaugh is leaving Michigan for the NFL. Finally. <laughs> and there's some, you know, oh, would Luke Fickle take this job? I, I think in a better situation, although... Fickle is an Ohio State guy through and through, of course, played there, coached there, had a shot at the head coaching job there back in the day before it ended up going to Urban Meyer. There's, I think, some people that are too quick to dismiss the idea of Luke Fickle ever taking the Michigan job. It appears to me, based on the reverence with which he spoke about the opportunity to take the Wisconsin job that a job like Michigan is one that he would entertain because frankly, Wisconsin's a lot more like Michigan than it is like Ohio state. And that's not to say that 
Michigan is a lower level college football job. It's just a different college football job. Um, and I could see Luke Fickle taking that job at, at some point in time. This is not the point in time at which Luke Fickle is going to leave Madison for Ann Arbor. Um, didn't have the greatest year one in Madison, which would make it a, a not super exciting hire for on, on the Michigan side. And frankly, I think the job is just going to be Sharon Moore's. And, and this, this, I am almost surprised that I'm sure because it is a public university, the job has to be available to apply to for a certain amount of time, certain number of days, because that's the way these job postings typically go for, for public school jobs. Um, but I, I'm going to be shocked that the job is going to be anybody but Sharon Morris. He was the acting head coach for Michigan during Harbaugh's three-game suspension to end the season. Just decided we're just going to run the ball a million times to beat you, Penn State, and beat Ohio State. So that job's going to be Sharon Morris. I, I don't think that the Luke Fickle of it all is the interesting conversation. I think the more interesting conversation is the recruiting conversation about where does that Michigan roster, that Michigan recruiting class go from here? Because if you think about the footprint that Luke Fickle and some of those guys who came over with him from Cincy have lots of experience and connections in that footprint is pretty dang similar to that of Michigan. Since he goes after a lot of the same guys that those programs in that kind of East part of the big 10 also vie for, they have those connections and then also have the connections, of course, that they're building and cultivating now at Wisconsin and, and, continue to build on those connections in that part of the country, as well as the areas that they maybe have a little bit better access to now, be it Minnesota, Chicagoland area, et cetera. So there are players that there is a legitimate opportunity to go and get from Michigan, because when your head coach leaves now, players have a 30 day window where they are able to enter the transfer portal. And this is kind of what's happened with Alabama's roster, mind you. Nick Saban retires, and Kalen DeBoer is trying to keep everything in there together. You know, Caleb Downs leaves because his coach leaves to go to Georgia, and he leaves and decides to go to Georgia, too. Um, you have Alabama's number one wide receiver go out, and they're going to go and transfer into Texas. Like, th this is what's happening now. Blue shift talent coming off the board. Headed elsewhere. There's a chance this stays together more if it is <laughs> the internal hire of Sharon Moore. Uh, did not mean to do that on purpose. Um, but there, there is a chance that people just say, no, I'm, I'm going to try to explore other options. I think that is more the case if we are talking about 2025 recruits that have not yet enrolled at Michigan or signed a letter of intent, but I'll get to one of those 
specifically that I think is really important at the very end of the show. But I immediately went into this br- in, into this part of my brain last night when the Jim Harbaugh news dropped, and I pulled a list of four players that I'd be interested if I am Luke Fickle interested in, you know, using, using your back channels to poke around, see, see what these guys at Michigan are, are thinking. What, what might they want to do? First one that came to mind, Kenneth Grant, defensive lineman, dang good defensive lineman, who is a high composite three-star recruit in the 2022 class held an offer from Luke Fickle when Luke Fickle was at Cincinnati and under the old staff at Wisconsin, under the the Paul Christ staff, Kenneth Grant was considering Wisconsin and, and seriously considering Wisconsin. Took an official visit here, so that that would be one guy that I would, I would want to look at. Um, then there is Marion Stewart in the twenty twenty four class low composite four-star recruit and Wisconsin was one of his two or three finalists, basically however you wanted to define it in this past recruiting class uh, seemed clear that Michigan was becoming the front runner, but Wisconsin had a real chance at getting him and Marion Stewart was maybe the wide receiver that Wisconsin pursued most aggressively in this 2024 recruiting class. Um, I don't know if he ended up enrolling early at Michigan this spring. I know that his plan was to do so. Uh, so maybe he doesn't in, enroll, drops, whatever. Gets out of his letter of intent. That way he doesn't have to burn a, a one-time transfer. Next player is Brandon Hillman, who was a four-star recruit in the 2023 class. Uh an offensive lineman and he was originally committed to Notre Dame decommitted from Notre Dame. And then a few schools tried going after to pick up Brandon Hillman after he decommitted from Notre Dame last spring, Michigan and Wisconsin both got themselves in the mix there. Uh, and Michigan ended up winning out. So that, that would be an interesting one where this staff has some experience and some experience trying to trying to get him late in, in a cycle. Now there's Dominic Nichols, which I think is the most interesting piece here, maybe, just because he's the only one that we have seen anything from his side on already. Uh, Dominic Nichols, who's an edge rusher in this 2024 class, uh, Wisconsin came pretty close, I think, in, in this recruitment for, for Dominic Nichols already. But... I think the, the, the damper on it is he is already early enrolled at Michigan and Nichols primary recruiter was Colin Hitchler, who is now at that Alabama staff. I had Colin Hitchler was replaced by um, Alex Grinch today, who used to be the defensive coordinator for Lincoln Riley at Oklahoma and USC. Not a hire I love, uh, but I'll see. So Dominic Nichols, Wisconsin came close, but he's already enrolled in Michigan 
and Nichols' primary recruiter on the Wisconsin side is gone. But he did throw up a little message on the website formerly known as Twitter last night reacting to the news with a little mm, face. Not super happy about it. About Jim Harbaugh leaving. So there could be something there where he, even though he's early enrolled, decides, uh, I really did come here for Jim Harbaugh and decides that he wants to do something else. Especially if him on the defensive side, if Jesse Minter also leaves. Jesse Minter, of course, a candidate that we talked about for the defensive coordinator role with the Green Bay Packers. Probably more likely he goes off on some Harbaugh tree guys, whether that be um, Jim or John. But I think there's a good chance Jesse Minter is gone as well. Uh, and Jim Harbaugh leaving makes this more likely that Jesse Minter is gone to the NFL. So maybe there's a real chance there for Wisconsin to swoop in. Maybe it's not now. Maybe it's after this upcoming season. Maybe maybe we are talking a year from now about Dominic Nichols coming in as a transfer to Wisconsin for the 2025 season. So then the, the last, last piece of this is recruits that aren't yet at Michigan. Recruits that have committed to Michigan. Uh, and one of these I really like, uh, and that is Eli Owens in the 2025 class. He is a tight end in uh, from Tennessee, four-star prospect. And it seems that Wisconsin was actually pretty in the mix for Eli Owens. So, something I found a little bit su surprising, but... A, a guy that I think is is quite good, uh, a, a prospect that I think would do well at Wisconsin, uh, is going to be a solid college football player, and is frankly a bit of a position of need for the Badgers uh, continuing to go forward. Not that they didn't bring in real tight end talent in this class, in Grant Stack and Rob Booker, but... Eli Owens would be a great talent to add in the 2025 class as well. So that, that would be a guy that if I am Wisconsin staff, I, I am trying to see if I can flip from a Michigan commit now that Jim Harbaugh is not going to be the head coach. Although probably Sharon Moore staying makes it more likely if Sharon Moore becomes the head coach, makes it more likely that uh, some of these offensive side of the ball guys stay. I, I think particularly Marion Stewart and and Eli Owens. So th those are the five guys that I would have my eyes on for potential players that Wisconsin could, you know, try to lure out of the Michigan ranks for this upcoming or future seasons now that Jim Harbaugh is gone to the National Football League. Uh, I think that is going to do it. There there have been some crazy other things happening in Wisconsin sports, of course. Like I mentioned, Alex Grinch hired to replace Colin Hitchler on the Wisconsin football staff. We have a big game coming up tomorrow where Wisconsin basketball is going to take on Michigan State. Wisconsin got some help in the Big Ten standings last night thanks to an overtime victory by Northwestern over Illinois. Uh Great stuff as Wisconsin continues to try to contend for a Big Ten title. They're, they're going to have to take one of these games from Purdue. They're going to have to either take the one at the Kohl Center or close the season with a win at Mackey Arena 
to close the season feels like uh, Purdue is not quite slipping yet. Feels like the Badgers are going to have to get there and some unfortunate injury news uh, for the Badgers as Kamari McGee is out indefinitely. Um, Yeah, which is unfortunate as he injured his leg uh, in the game against Indiana. But I think we're going to get into that more tomorrow. Drop an episode in your feed early on Friday so that you can listen to our game preview about Wisconsin and Michigan State before that game tips off tomorrow night at the Kohl Center. That is going to do it for this here episode of the Scotty Six Pack Podcast. Thank you for listening on your podcast platform of choice. And stay tuned because this is a nuts week and who knows what might happen next. We're still waiting on a Packers defensive coordinator hire. And it, it could come quick. Last time when 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 Joe Barry was hired as the defensive coordinator of the Green Bay Packers, the Packers had only gone nine days since firing Mike Pettin. So this this could go quickly. This could go quickly. And, and that is after the Packers didn't even get their first choice at, at the coordinator in Jim Leonard. So they they had to you know pivot. And despite the pivot to their other options, right, it still all happened in nine days. So stay tuned to the feed. Stuff's going to happen quickly here. It's a little bit of a silly season. And, and then soon enough, we're going to get to the all-star break for the NBA. We're going to have baseball starting. Uh, for the Milwaukee Brewers, who made another addition today, announced some some staffing hires. So it's, it's it's the dog days of January here in the cold, but everything's in full swing. So stay tuned to the Scotty Six Pack Podcast for a listen to podcasts. We're on YouTube, youtube.com slash Scotty Six Pack. While you're there, hit the subscribe button, hit the bell button so you get notifications whenever we upload an episode. We're going to talk to you all very soon on Wisconsin. Go Pack Go. Bucks in six.